my girlfriend broke up, I'm back up in his whole face. Reliving all my whole days. Pull the juice up off the shelf. Let's prepare to relearn someone else. We back at this shit again. Emotionally unavailable, I'm still tying loose ends. Physically negotiable, potentially down the fuck as just friends. But I can't attach feelings because I am truly, truly exhausted. When my last girl walked away, I damn near lost it. I was busy setting shit up, wasn't showing her enough. Something always falls to the wayside. By the time I swallowed my pride, it was too far away to save. Lost her, then lost my grandma. Yeah, those are some of the longest fucking days. So I don't really have much to offer. I'm really moving through a blur. And rather than lead you on, I want to make sure you're sure. Yes, I'm a sweetheart, but don't get addicted to the drug. I'm juggling too much and trying to actually heal from the last time I was in love. Hey, loves. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. If you don't remember this voice, it's Misha. Welcome to Misha's room. Um, it's funny. This episode is low-key impromptu because um, Queen Media Collective decided that we wanted to do a hotels-inspired theme week. So if you're listening to mine, this is going to be a good-ass episode. But once you finish listening to my hotel, by all means, go check out some of the other dope-ass writers and creators and see how they decided to express their hotels in honor of Jasmine Sullivan's EP. It's like April, and I want to say she dropped this EP in January, and this bitch still bangs. Like, I keep flipping through it like, oh, now this song is hitting, 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 hitting. But anyway, let's get to why we're here. We want to talk about the piece that I opened up with. Um, it's called The Streets Calling. Now, if you have scatter showers, or if you have silver games, you might have noticed that The Streets Calling is not a familiar piece. It's because it's some new shit. New shit is some new shit. So um, The Streets Calling is actually a poem that I wrote um, a couple years ago and it's gonna be in my next book. I need you to stay, like, follow me. Follow at Misha's.room on Instagram and stay ready because it's coming. It's on the way. I'm so excited. But anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and dig deep into The Streets Calling. For those that are unfamiliar with Misha's Room, the podcast, what I like to do on the podcast is spit a poem and then I'll break down the stanzas and tell you what I was thinking, what I was going through, give you a little bit deeper insight into the artist's side of the poem or the artist's intent so here we go this street's calling um me and my girlfriend broke up so i'm back up in this whole phase reliving all my whole days let's pull the juice up off the shelf let's prepare to relearn someone else we're back at this shit again Whew. i like that opening i know i say that a lot y'all know i'm used to having like some pretty dope ass openings but like that one really is dope because it was like at that time when i started writing it like me and my you know current ex-girlfriend you know we broke up and it was like well i'm back up in this whole phase i'm reliving all my whole days so it's like after being in this um semi-long-term relationship that ended so now i'm back in the streets um reliving all my whole days then i say pull the juice up off the shelf 
because it's like, you know, when you've been in a relationship for a while, you know, you're not out there necessarily flirting. You're not really trying to get to know people. So, you know, sometimes you get a little rusty. You get, you know, a little, little rusty. So I had to pull the juice up off the shelf. I had to go get that shit again because I don't lose it. I just put it on the shelf. Don't lose it. Still know how to use it. Just take a little practice. <laughs> so um, I pulled the juice up off the shelf. Let's prepare to relearn someone else. We're back at this shit again. So it's like, you know, here we are back into the streets, trying to learn these new people, trying to see what the fuck is hitting for. Um, next piece. Emotionally unavailable. I'm still tying loose ends. Physically negotiable. Potentially down to fuck. It's just friends. But I can't attach feelings because I am truly, truly exhausted. And so, like, that was dope. I said the first part was dope, but, like, this piece was real dope. I want to say, like, I think I was on Twitter or some shit like that. And then I tweeted, emotionally unavailable, I'm still tying loose ends. Physically negotiable, potentially down to fuck is just friends. And so it's like, at that time, I wasn't trying to invest emotionally into anybody. Like, when I say I was, like, I said I was truly, truly exhausted, I was, like, over it i didn't have the time or to give a fuck to try to learn a new woman to try to like meet a new person and get to know them in a truly like genuine sense like i knew at that moment at that point in my life i wouldn't shit i didn't have time to be shit i was fucking emotionally unavailable i was checked out but that ain't mean i wasn't horny like that ain't mean i ain't trying to fuck something you know that ain't mean i ain't got my little you know desires and needs and urges that i would like please <laughs> Physically negotiable, baby. I'm potentially down to fuck, but just as friends. You gotta be able to express that to some people sometimes. Because, you know, if you say that, somebody might be willing to accept that. Like, you may run across another person that's also emotionally unavailable and physically negotiable. That's potentially down to fuck as just friends. And then, you know, oh, y'all can be together. Y'all move forward with it. Um, then I go on and say, when my last girl walked away, I damn near lost it. I was busy setting shit up, wasn't showing her enough. Something always falls to the wayside. So um, at this time, I wanna say I was like graduating from with one of my fucking degrees. <laughs> so um, I was like trying to figure out what's my next step. So like, what am I doing next? And I remember being so head down, zoned and focused in on what am I doing next career-wise and life-wise and trying to um, build and establish these roots and like really head down focused and zoned in on pursuing my dreams and my advances and things like that or you know my desires that I started to neglect the individual that I was with at the time and so it's like at that point you know when I realized that I was neglecting her when I was made aware of that it was like she was pretty much over it like I say I was emotionally unavailable <laughs> after we broke up but like at that time when I was head down focused on my work, you know, she checked out. She became emotionally unavailable to me because, you know, she was feeling neglected so much for so long. And so in that ins that instance, you know, bad bitch could say she dropped the ball. People drop the ball sometimes, but then, you know, you live, you learn, you move forward and life is life. And so, um, what did I say? Um, by the time I swallowed my pride, it was too far away to save. So like I said, by the time I figured it out and it was like, okay, let's fix this. It was too far away. She had already checked out. Then I go in to say, lost her, then lost my grandma. Yeah, those were some of the longest fucking days. So I don't have much to offer. I'm really moving through a blur. So at that time, um, it was like she and I broke up. And then right after that, my grandma passed away. And so I was like dealing with the grief 
process of both that relationship as well as my grandma, which was like a really big ass deal. So I really was not available for anybody for anything. <laughs> so um, that's why I go on to say those were the longest fucking days. So I don't have much to offer. I'm really moving through. I'm really moving through a blur. It's like I'm really just going through the fucking motions, baby. I'm just figuring this shit out one day at a time. I ain't got time for you or nobody. So then I say. And rather than lead you on, I want to make sure you're sure. Like, baby, don't sit over here and say that I ain't tell you that I couldn't do this. Don't sit over here and tell and act like I didn't tell you that I got too much shit on my plate that I'm trying to process right now. If you allow yourself to, you know, engage physically with me or even engage in like semi-consistent conversation or something, just know and understand that I'm not in the space to build and move forward with anything like that. And so that's why I say, I want to make sure you're sure rather than lead you on. Then I close with, yes, I'm a sweetheart, but don't get addicted to the drug. I'm juggling too much and trying to actually heal from the last time I was in love. So in that sense, I was saying, I am a sweetheart. I know I'm a wordsmith. I can pat myself on the back. I don't do it on purpose, but you know, I got a little sauce in me and it's something that I can admit. I don't try, it's just, you know, it's just gay. So, <laughs> um, I am a sweetheart. And at some points, people can get a little addicted to that drug. And because I knew that I wasn't gonna be able to truly give myself to somebody in a way that a lot of the women that I was potentially engaging with at that time deserved. So rather than, you know, pretend that I was gonna be able to give them what they actually deserved in that space and time, I just needed to make sure they knew that, yeah, I am a sweetheart, but like, don't get, you know, don't attach yourself too much to this shit because this shit is going to be very, very sometimey and unreliable. So, yeah, be mindful. And then I close with, I'm juggling too much and trying to actually heal from the last time I was in love because the same way that I was in that last relationship and I ended up neglecting that partner at that time because I was head down zoned in on my work, yeah, that work didn't go anywhere. Like, the work was still there. I still had shit to do. I still was trying to figure out life. I still was trying to chase my dreams and process. So, like, I had to juggle that. I had to juggle still going through the grieving process of both the relationship as well as my grandma. I had a lot of shit that I was going on that I had going on. So I needed to try to heal myself before I go on to whatever the fuck else. It was a lot. But, yeah. Um... I want to thank y'all so, 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 so very much for tuning in to this low-key impromptu episode of Misha's Room as we decided to dig into some new shit, new shit, <laughs> that'll be featured in a book that's soon to come. Also, the music in the background is all Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan. And like I said earlier, after you finish listening to this episode, go check out some of the other writers from Queen Media Collective and see what they had to say about their own hotels. Check me out. See you next time.